Hello, welcome to the Just Walk Podcast. I'm going to stop you before the episode begins just to tell you a little known, well, a little fun fact. You know, I just figured out that the USA, the the price to manufacture a hundred dollar bill is twelve point five cents. <laughs> Let me say that again: the hundred dollar bill, the bill in highest regard as the most valuable, is twelve point five cents. To manufacture. And I was like thinking. I'm like. You know. We look at ourselves. And truly for us to get up. And working and breathing. And not thinking. We don't take that much. You know. That much to go into. You know. We have the same organs as a common pig. Or like sheep. Or whatever you want to say. Like fish though. They're special. They're special. And birds. <laughs> but God holds us in a high regard because we are his creation. We have self-conscious thoughts. We have self-conscious thoughts. We are made in his image. We may be made with the least, but we are in the highest regard. I just want to like say that <laughs> before the episode begins. So I thought that was like fun. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Just Walk Podcast. Today's episode is called, I think, I'm going to debate on this, but I think the final episode will be called Finding the General, and you're going to understand that as we go on. Now, um, I just came out of kids' church. I work with middle schoolers on Wednesday nights. So, if I seem kind of lethargic, tired, or just slow in general, uh, that's why. Just want to brief you on that one before I get started up in this. Um, this one's going to be good because I've been planning it basically all week. But also bad because we're going to Acts Chapter 3. I'm wondering what's wrong with Acts Chapter 3. Nothing wrong with it. It's just been done to death, but man, it's just too perfect to leave out. It's like one of those things like, mm, it's common, but I love it. Um, so, let's get into the episode Finding the General. As I said, we're going into Acts chapter 3, um, but I do want to put out something I did used to say, where... Um, the sermon tonight for the middle schoolers was about, oh, David and Goliath, because we need to be a bit more, I forgot to believe in what, I just did it, uh, we had to be a bit more, (sighs) we had to have will for God's will, or something like that. That's the most basic way I can explain it, without going into too much detail. And I used to think... Whenever it comes to sin, like Goliath, shout first. Then I'm sitting, I'm sitting here now. Like whenever I have this whole sermon in my mind, this isn't scripted. Um, if it's not scripted, I'll tell you. Yeah, as I was saying, as I had this whole sermon in my mind, I'm like, a sin will not visibly announce itself. It doesn't want to be. The devil wants to be silent. The best quote I ever heard about Satan is that the best thing Satan ever did 
well, the most useful in his arsenal that he has ever did is to make people believe in that he's not real. That means he just does not want to be known. Now, let's get into this. If this episode is getting a lot shorter than I would like after this other deep dive in some random psalm. This will be first done first, but this one I do know about. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. I'm also reading this in New King James if you want to read along, but it doesn't really matter. Same story. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Right there. Um, what's his problem? He doesn't have enough money. He's, like, you're probably thinking, oh, but he can't walk. I'm like, yeah, I know, but he's not blind, but he's blind to it. He got comfortable in the situation he's in. Here's the thing. Um, I'm going to use this as an example. If you're going to fight an army and you keep on fighting soldiers, the general will keep on sending out soldiers. And then you're not going to notice the general sending them out. You're going to notice the soldiers that are going to instantly kill you. You know? That's why he focuses on it. You know? He's asking for money. I think that gets into a bit a little later. Let's continue. Who's seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple ask for alms. Um, we, I like to call these, you know, red herring sins, you know? Like sins we focus on. This man is asking Peter and John for alms. Your red herring sin, which me basically means... Oh, God, help me with this. God, help me with this sin specifically. It could be swearing, lust, anything that is small. Um, one thing I heard from this is the Epistle John, who said um, a sin that doesn't have a side effect of death will often lead to a bigger one that does. And this man going for alms is just trying to help himself for it but he's always going to have that problem no matter what he's always going to have the problem of having less money than he actually needs or having more money than he actually needs you know it's all dependent on the group of people he's you know asking for sometimes whenever you ask for people for help they may give you a little bit too much help they may give you a little bit not enough you know this man's going to a temple for a temporary solution, you know, to get more money. Because that's the problem, but the problem will keep on persisting. You're probably wondering, why aren't you talking about legs? Isn't he going to get healed or something? We're going to get to that. But I'm going to tell you now, he got comfortable in the situation he's in. He got comfortable with the with his lame body. He got comfortable with it, so he's focusing on the red herring sin that seems to be bigger than the actual sin. Like I said, if you fight the army, if you just fight the army, fight the soldiers, the general will keep on sending them out, sending them out, sending them out, because he knows that 
come. He can keep on sending out soldiers, but you don't know. You're used to the general sending out soldiers. You're used to fighting more soldiers. But you're not going to go for the general because you're blind to him. Your main focus is to not die from the soldiers. But the man who keeps on sending them out keeps on sending out more than you possibly can can't handle and you need someone else's help. But they'll keep on coming back. The general, you take him out, there's no one else. <sighs> Who's seeing Peter and John about to go in the temple ask for alms? And fixing his eyes on them. And John and Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. That's what we do, you know? We ask for a price. Whenever I'm going through problems, like mainly money problems, because I'm really bad at making money. Not making money, keep the money. I get like answers like, oh, you gotta get more hours. Oh, you gotta be more selfish. And it's just like, those are good temporary solutions to help the bigger problem. Like, tithing, absolutely perfect. I love to tithe. If you don't, you gotta. But, um, if God gives you more money, that's more money you're gonna spend. Um, your problem may not be that you're being too generous. Mine was, you know, honey. Um, but people keep on giving you these solutions that do not help the bigger problem. But we keep on looking for them. We work. We look for worldly solutions for a deeper problem than the world can fix. That's what this man's doing. Uh. Um. Uh, then Peter said, "Silver and gold, I do not have." But I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I'm going to tell you this. Sadly, this ain't going to happen in the real world. You're going to have to fight with yourself. You are going to need help from a lot more people than just one dude. And a lot of help from God to figure out what the true sin is. Ugh. Like, this man got so used to, like, not being able to walk. He just made himself comfortable there in that situation. But the true problem for him is that he can't walk. He can't get a job. He can't make money. He's blind to that. But he's visible to the thing that keeps on coming back. Oh, your money problem. It will keep on coming back if you do not, like, fight the original sin it came from. You cannot keep on fighting soldiers. You gotta fight the general right there. You gotta find the general first, though. That's why asking for godly people, they can steer you in the right direction and help you out a bit more. Because they're gonna know you a lot more. If you are close with godly people, godly people will be close to with you. I'm gonna be honest with that one. They're gonna know you a lot more than anyone else on the kind of earth will know you. Because you're going to be honest with them. They're going to do the same. So this man looked for advice from a godly person. person who was with Jesus. Might I add. And he, I bet he got disappointed. He's like, ah, crap. Why are you here then? Why are you talking to me? Like, you don't have silver? You don't have gold? And like, yeah. <sighs> you got in the temple. Like, Mr. Godly man. 
um, where we get disappointed, you know, like, ah, crap, I gotta do this for this blessing, I don't wanna do it, I really don't wanna bleed and do it, um, but, <laughs> I bet he did not believe them, whenever they said, get up and walk, let me be honest, if you were in a wheelchair, and someone literally just wanted him to use a get up and walk, would you believe him? Nah. Like, whenever you keep on hearing people, oh, you can overcome this sin, you don't believe them. I know I don't. You're like, I've been living with this sin for years now. I have been so used to it, and you just saying I'm going to overcome it is not helpful. But it's honest, you will. But you got to test it first. We're going to see that more. Uh, so he then took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength his feet and ankle bones received strength Luke who wrote this um, book is a doctor so he had to put a medical mumbo jumbo there that's not really mumbo jumbo I can kind of understand it whatever either bleeding way the reason we like we see the general and we're like ah he's just gonna keep on sending more men if I try to but we don't test that will he send more men yeah of course their sin's main goal is to be undetected and whatever you detect it it's now main goal is to fight back fight back hard that's why it doesn't that's why it's there is to destroy you. It's to take down your whole basis of life. That the reason why it doesn't want to be detected because it wants to slowly kill you. But then, whenever it gets detected, it's in full panic mode. It's like, oh crap, I don't have long. This dude found either found God, found a way to kill me, like. Is now that you know it's there, you can ask God, your general, to get that sin, and it's not going to want to do that. So it'll find any way to stop that from happening. So it will fight you back. That's why you won't believe if you hear, oh yeah, you can overcome it, because you're comfortable with it. But when you, you shouldn't be, you may be comfortable, but that doesn't mean you're good. I thought I was comfortable, you know? I thought I was living the life I wasn't. That ended up almost killing me. <sighs> this man was probably thinking, you two are the absolute most insane people I have ever met in my life. Please leave. But after thinking, after they kind of took him out of his comfort zone and tested it out. He figured out, oh, I don't need to be comfortable in this life no more. I can go back to work. I can get more money that I will need. <laughs> I will get more money that I will need. That's what I want to say now. Defeat the general and the army shall fall. Without order... The army will scatter, and it will be easier to defeat. Just because you think, oh, the general's gonna, like, if the general falls, they're gonna instantly get to me. 
that's not the reality. Because all those, like, red herring sins feed off that main sin. Whenever, like, it sees one of those red herring sins, like, gets cut loose, it's like, okay, let's give them two days, and then we're going to put it back. Which gives you a very dim view on God. Where you're like, God, I asked you to help me with this, but it's back. What am I supposed to do? Are you even there? That gives you dim view on God. It gives you kind of lost hope. It gets you further away from God, and it knows that. So that's why you got to look at the connection between the sins and see what's the big, what's the big cheese. And then you got to attack that. Mine was depression. Yeah, I might have my thought process was, I'm fine with everything else. I just want to get... I just want these suicide thoughts be ha- like done. I want to be happy. It was hard. Because I was looking at those. I wanted to be happy, mainly. Because I was fine. I felt like I was at home whenever I was depressed. I tried so hard to hide it. But I was a parent that I wanted to be happy. But every single time I try to find happiness, something always destroys it. That's because I didn't fight it. I didn't fight the depression. And it, whenever it figured out, I know. And it figured out, oh crap, it doesn't have long. Say within me. It fight fought back hard. I almost committed suicide. Almost. Which is why people kind of, you know, stare away from finding their sins. Because then people will understand, oh, that's a bigger monster than I can possibly deal with. Why should I, why should that weight be put upon me? Why not you? That sin is not natural. And whatever army it faces you against, nothing God can't fix. God helped me. God helped me through that dark time in my life. How can he help with you? Huh? If he can help me, then he can help you. That's my whole basis. Like, oh, why do I deserve God's love? I already said... Like, in the last episode, I went backwards, away from God. I felt like I was the least of his servants. I wasn't even right to be a slave. But he still accepted me as his son. If he can do that to me, he can do that to anyone. So I do not want to hear that little voice say yo you're not worth it you're not good enough like why are you still here you are not worth the breath god has placed in you i don't want to hear that because i know it's a lie i know it is against me i know it's out to kill me that's why i am telling you now do not settle for change settle for better If you get your hopes high and you kind of fall a little bit, but you still got something good. Okay. 20 minutes. You know, let's go to Psalms.
<laughs> I, I told you I would do a deep dive in a psalm if this is kind of short. Um, psalm 30. This one's really important to me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. <sighs> well, these are getting good. Um, whenever you think you don't need to put, put it on a pedestal, the Lord will put you on a pedestal. He will make sure that you are taken care of. He will make sure that your foes, your enemies, anyone who is against you shall not override you. You are stronger than them because you have the Lord with you and you have the sympathetic Lord on your side, ready to fight your battles, ready to humble foes, ready to give back to what they gave you. You just got to wait. Also, you have the comforter inside you. Which, that's always a bonus, you know? Not just a bonus, it's like the best thing in the world. Oh Lord, my God, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. That's what we forget. Whenever things go good, exult. Whenever things go bad, cry. The Lord wants to hear your cries. The Lord wants to help you out. And if you do not ask for the Lord's help, how is he supposed to help you? He wants you to be dependent on him. He doesn't want to be in the back lines. He doesn't want to be forgotten about like some sort of Christmas box in the attic. Like, you know it's there whenever like you need it, yada, yada, yada. People say this a lot. Whenever you need the Lord, you call for the Lord. It's, it's a good one, but I believe it's been overstated. I'm going to say it now. Screw it. Whenever you need the Lord, you call the Lord. But even whenever you don't need the Lord, just have a nice talk with him. You know, he's interested. You gotta remember, the Lord wants to you to be dependent on him. And you're probably wondering, like, oh, wait, I thought I thought you he wanted a relationship with you. He does. And then you're probably wondering, yeah, but a dependent relationship is like one of the most toxic things you can have on yourself. Maybe, but the Lord is sure that this relationship is going to last for all eternity. The only thing that is kind of iffy is you. Let's continue. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. What did the Lord save us from? Sin. He saved us from death and sin. And as long as we trust in him, he will not allow us to go down that pit of sin, that pit of death. And God only knows how far you'll go down that pit if you go back. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks to remembrance of his holy name. That's self-explanatory. Um, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning. The Lord doesn't stay static. You may stay a bit static towards a person you don't really like. Like, oh, I don't like, 
I don't know, Jimmy Bob over there because he makes ice cream wrong or something stupid like that. So then that feeling against Jimmy Bob over there is static with you. But the Lord's hate is never static. You can go as far as you can away from him, yet he will still accept you as a son. He will still love you. He's... Whenever you sin, he's basically that dad is not mad. He's just disappointed. But joy is the static. Is the most static emotion the Lord can feel. Joy and love and peace. Um, Now in my prosperity, I said I shall never be moved. We all have that kind of thing where we're like, yo, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. I thought I was never going to shoot a gun. I was proved wrong. (laughs) Wrong quick, honestly. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. What if the Lord is there? That's amazing. Jesus said, if you pray, you can make this mountain go drown itself in the ocean. But whenever the Lord isn't there, whenever the Lord is perceived to not be there, it sucks. Because once you have don't have the Lord, you have nothing. All you have, this is world. And as Matthew said, this world is going to be gone. Whatever treasures you earn in this world, it's going to be done. The only thing that's eternal is the heavens. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. I don't understand that one. If anyone knows that one, that's good for you. Um, exalt that one, please, because I do not know. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forth forest bear in his temple everyone says glory the lord's voice is powerful it is a powerful way to speak that it makes life go the lord sat enthroned at the flood and the lord sits as king forever whenever things go bad the lord's fine with it you know this will just this is the lowest valley of the mountain it'll peak he knows that because he wrote it and nothing shall overcome the Lord the Lord will give strength to his people the Lord will bless his people with peace that's (sighs) have I been reading the wrong psalm I have read... Okay, I guess some prayers from Psalm 29, I guess. Um, praise the Lord, you saints of his. And Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, and I was troubled. No, I cried to you, Lord, and the Lord made... Lord, I made supplication. I cried out to you, O Lord, to the Lord, I made supplication. Whenever you cry out to the Lord, the Lord may 
you know, will take out something. Like, oh, you don't need that. That's, like, really sinful. It's really going. Let me, I can give you a better example. Um, whenever you look in my phone, I do not have social media. Of course, mine are social media. Why? Because I came from depression. Why would I have something that exalts other people's lives and I look in mine and I don't see that? It'll just depress me more and more until I will go back to that loop. So I deleted it. Was it hard? Particular, no. But it was something I needed to do. It was the Lord saying, yo, you do not need this. This is against me. I'm like, okay. And now my life is a little bit better, a little bit brighter because of that. Because if you don't see anyone bragging about their life, then you can see the good in yours. I definitely recommend it. But like, the whole point of this is, the Lord may ask you to give something away and you might be hesitant on it but if you do he will make it worth it what profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit will it thus praise you will it declare your truth you gotta look for God I'm going to tell you that right now. Facts from JJ. You got to look for God. Because he, like, he does look for you. But he can only do so much without, you know, giving you complete dependence. But also having it seem like he's not there. <sighs> Where, like, whenever you find God, you're like, I was there. What was there that kept on having me come back? Because it, now it seems like it's nothing. All it is is just ash and dust and crap. Whew. Here, oh Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Self-explanatory. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Prodigal son, he went over to his father, said the words, Oh yeah, I do not deserve to be your son anymore. I will accept to be a servant. He said, get me the ring, get me sandals, and a really colorful coat. This is my son who has been dead for so long, but he is alive now. We have to celebrate this. That's what the Lord does. People say, heaven will erupt in joy when a sinner repents. And that's what the Lord does too. And he will he will make sure he will exalt you whenever you do. <sighs> to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. That is self-explanatory. You want to praise the Lord. You want to praise him to people who don't know him because you do not know what they're going through. You do not know their personal struggles in life and they may need the Lord. I know I did. No one knew my personal struggles. Like you can literally ask the person who got me into the youth group. She just didn't expect me to come. 
I'm like, well, I went far. Um, random page. Psalm 51. To the chief musician of Psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone to Bathsheba. This is one I have not read yet. It looks pretty good. So we're going to have a nice conversation on it. I hope. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. One of my favorite Isaiah's quotes is like, the Lord will forget your sins. And that's what he's doing. He like kind of blocks out your life. Or if you get baptized, you are made anew. Your old life is behind you. You don't need to go back to that because that was truly terrible. I keep on like asking people, like, what's your testimony? You're, you don't come to God just because your life is going good. Life goes good because you have God now. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Self-explanatory. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Hey, hey, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Humble yourself. You gotta acknowledge the sins you committed, and you gotta be understanding that you are not perfect yet. Like, like the person who disciples me all the time, JJ. Give yourself grace. Give your, your give yourself some grace, because everyone sins. Um, I read this book by Craig Rochelle, Winning the War Inside Your Mind, and he said. The devil's kind of, you know, trap is, like, to tempt you in. Like, everyone's doing this. And if you refuse, he will make you feel like an outcast. But if you will accept, he will make you feel like an outcast that no one does it and you're against God. Whenever everyone, everyone sins. Like, it's not an uncommon thing. We came so far from God for so many years. It's gonna slip out. But we gotta understand that. And we gotta understand that only God can help us. Against you. You only have I sinned. I was thinking of the full verse and I love that. We don't sin and go against the world. The world is sin. So we can't go against sin. A house divided against itself cannot stand. The only thing, the only person we are sinning against is God. That's why we gotta figure out. My sin, no, and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak. Blame us when you judge. God is the ultimate judge. <sighs> like, no matter what, it's his word that counts, no one else's. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in, and in my sin, my mother conceived me. You're all, all conceived the sin, except for Jesus. He was conceived in purity and man. No one can be that pure. He set the bar too high. <laughs> but we can try our best. We're like the bar, like maybe too high, but the lowest bar is like a bit too low. And you have like a whole lot of leeway there. Um... Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. 
if you are hiding something the Lord, the Lord will make sure you will unhide it from him. He doesn't force you to go against your peers and like say what you don't want to say. He just wants you to say it to him because he wants to fix it. Um, you're probably thinking, oh yeah, it can't be fixed. A mosaic is not fixed. I, okay, I was in this Julian art class, Julian glass class. I loved it. And a mosaic isn't fixed. If you think about it, it's just a whole bunch of broken pieces of window pane just glued together in a much more beautiful way. That's what God does. If he finds a scar that he cannot fix, or possibly he doesn't, sometimes it's intentional because it makes you sympathize with other people. He will paint over it, and he will make it into a beautiful mosaic. You think you don't deserve God's love, but he will make sure you deserve it. But he just doesn't want you to hide it from him. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be wither- whiter than snow. Once God cleans you, do not call something unclean that I may clean. That's what Jesus said. Whenever God cleans you, he cleans you. And he will keep on cleaning you until you are someone he wants you to be. I don't know what hyssop is. Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Whenever whenever wrong goes wrong, the only thing way you can look is up. So once you he's like talking if you face adversity, if your bones are broken, if you are hurt by someone exalt the Lord. For I think I said this in the last po- like second episode you know, uh, what did I say, what did I say, what did I say, whenever you, ex- I'm not even trying, but when you exalt the Lord, the Lord will give you something good, because he does not want to give you something good, just because you're going bad, he wants to give you something good, because you're looking at the good, oh, I remember, Lord, I have seen the past adversity that you have fixed, and future will be set upon that path. Again. Adversity will be fixed. And you... But you... Need to exalt the Lord... Before it happens. Uh, Hide your face from my sins... And blot out all my iniquities. Um... Self-explanatory. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. You're always going to need renewing. You're always going to need cleaning. You just got to be prepared for that. You got to ask God, hey, clean me, please, for I am unclean. Every single day we are unclean. We are dirty up by the sins that we did during the day, even sins we don't even know. But if we ask God for help, then he will clean us again. Um, Do not cast me away from your pr- presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Self-explanatory. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit.
restore to me the joy. <sighs> this doesn't mean go back. Go back to where you're feeling happy. Yeah, like the Bible or whatever way you worship because then that's joy from the Lord because you are exalting the Lord and the Lord is re- is giving you the joy to exalt him more. Especially on this mic, I am exalting the Lord. And some of this may be me, some of this may be the Lord, but I am loving I had this chance to exalt him on this mic and worship this way. Thank you, Lord, for that. Then I will teach transgressors your way, and sinners shall be converted to you. Self-explanatory. We are made to take, make disciples of men. Yeah. Jesus said himself, Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. The God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. <sighs> you may be free of the sin, but the memories of the sin may remain. That's whenever you need to ask God, Hey, Lord, I am dealing with these memories, and I need your help to take me out of these memories, and I need your help to make me not feel gloom whenever I think back on this. Think of it as, oh, it's done. I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. Let's move on. That's the only way you can think about it, because it's the only way that results in a new start. Uh, oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The Lord will not give you salvation if you give him an offering of a creature that he has made himself. The lambs is lamb and sheep are the perfect example. That's an example everyone kind of goes to, sheep offerings. But the Lord does not look kindly on those. He doesn't need sheep offerings to make you clean. He just said it right now. The Lord wants you to announce with your mouth that you love him and you want to be clean through him. Why do you think he gave up his son? Not for the like fun of it, just so we have the chance to become clean as long as we ask the Lord. He could have just forgiven our sins like that. But because we had to pay that price, we accept it so much more and we respect the Lord even more than ever. Like, okay, if I like say to you, hey, your debt's all paid. We like Wow, that is amazing. But you gotta, I don't know, do something crazy. You're gonna be like, okay, as long as my debt's paid. And, like, the dude will keep on paying your debt. But you only need to do that once. That's how I like, I like to look at it in, like, the simplest of mine. You know? Like, oh, your debt's paid, but you gotta, I don't know, run across the street without, like, shoes or socks or something stupid like that it's a way that a child learns it but it's also a very efficient way to put it in simplistic terms and you can go up the ladder and put it in more and more you know complicated terms 
Where were we? Do 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 Sacrifices God or a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. The Lord doesn't despise sinners. He despi- despises sin. If you are sinning, he loves you. But he hates the sin that has tempted you. But some of us think of us ourselves as sin, which we aren't. I want you to take that mindset out of yourself right now. You are not sin. And the Lord loves you. <sighs> Do good and you're good. Pleasure to Zion. Build your wall the walls of Jerusalem. When you're doing when you're feeling nice, when you're feeling yeah, like it's a good day. Do good to others, as the Lord has blessed you with a good day. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of the righteousness, burnt offering, and whole burnt offering. They shall offer bulls on your altar. <sighs> I'm a bit iffy on that last paragraph. Well, that last verse. Um, But just do good whenever you're having a good day for the Lord bless you with that good day so bless other people with good gifts you know two really amazing psalms right there 30 I knew because that was whenever I was in a dark place in my mind and and I just found that like I heard a voice just say Psalm 30 and 57 is one I completely didn't know. That was complete by chance. But those are really good psalms. And if you didn't get anything from that, if you disagree with me, I'm just glad I got you into those psalms. Let me end off with a prayer. Lord, I am here today to ask for guidance of my brother and sister on the other side of the listening device. They are listening on Lord, you are seeing their adversity. You are hearing their prayers saying, Lord, please help me with this one. I pray that you give them the insight to know where the general is, where the main root system is for the sin that they are asking you for. And I pray that whenever they find it, you give them the courage and the straight path to defeat that sin in the name of you, Lord, for it is against you. Lord, you are against that sin and you are against anything that will hurt your children, that will hurt your sheep. Lord, you are the good shepherd and lead these flock of sheep to the new pen and face whatever adversity with them one by one. Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Okay, I really hope you liked this episode. Um... I'm sorry if I like seemed a bit lethargic or tired. Honestly, right now I am listening to worship music just to get my mind running, get my mind on God instead of like listening to, you know, something like the Beatles or Elton John or NF. I'm listening to worship music just so I can get my mind in the right place, get my mind in the right place while I exalt the Lord. Let me pause this real quick cuz this is not the time to be I guess it is cuz like energy is energy. Either way, this is like, I like this setup. I like the days, like, I'm on, because I think I'm going to keep these as long as I can, but if something changes, I promise I'll tell you. I can't even promise, bloody. Okay, just remember, I'm not perfect. 
you are loved by God, you are loved by a whole bunch of people, and whatever adversity you are facing, you're not facing it alone, first of all, and you are not going to lose. Have a nice night. Evening, day, whatever. Have a nice one. God bless.